0: South. Can you really feel me? Peachy's in the house says she's always on a melee. Out West, he's the king of the bay. Fatino's all greedy, yeah, that boy don't play. Hold up. From the bay to the streets, Breezy represents the east, so we call him the beast. Together they form
1: a powerful being like Voltron. Don't miss a single episode, turn your bells on.
0: Nitty greedy, distant line is told. Don't like it better, take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the line is We out players up and show. Nitty gritty, this the line is Don't like it better, take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. talk, is tall, nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Don't like it better, take a walk. What's going on, PG? What's going on, man?
2: What's going on?
0: Preseason is going on very soon. season is on right now. I don't mm-hmm. know what the score is, but uh the Washington it is. football team. It's zero zero
2: right, right
0: now. It's zero zero. The Washington football team and the New England Patriots. Uh did Cam Newton start? does anybody know? I saw him working out there with the ones. Just curious.
2: I do not know
0: don't know don't don't really care it's just football's (laughs) on right now uh and and that's probably where everybody is they're watching football so i'm gonna have to find a way to get them off of that team and go ahead and and watch the nitty-gritty niner show but thank y'all ladies and gentlemen for tuning in to another episode of Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines room. It is preseason football talk time. The 49ers will be hosting the Kansas City Chiefs this Saturday at, what is it, 8.30 p.m., I believe, Eastern Standard Time. Mm It's not televised. I'm sorry. But if you probably yeah. live out in the in that area, mm-hmm. I do believe you'll be able to watch the game right. on your local channel. So, uh, yep. yeah, man. So, like, I'm, I'm excited. We got a special guest that's going to come on. He's going to talk trash. He's probably going to talk smack. He is going to give us the lowdown breakdown on his Kansas City Chiefs. So, I'm excited to have him on. Uh, but before we go ahead and get our show started, because we got some Niners news we want to talk mm-hmm. about now. We are sponsors, so we want to give a shout-out to our sponsor. Shout-out to Raise Energy Drinks! Listen, you can go to www.repsports.com. Com, and you can go ahead and check out all the cool products they got hats they got I don't care about any of that I want you to get the energy drinks that's what's most important it's good for you so go ahead and go to Raise Energy and get your Raise Energy drinks here are some of the sample flavors that they have out there that you can find at your local health store so if you have a GNC or a vitamin shop sometimes you may find them in gas stations or whatnot. I can't find any more in any gas stations around here where I live so I have to go to those shops and you can get them as well but that doesn't support what we do on our show so if you want to support us please go to www.repsports.com use the coupon code drink breezy and you will get a nice little little, little discount all right now all right. that's out the way it is football time ladies and gentlemen and I am excited because training camp is officially over, sort of, kind of, because now it's going to be practice, right? They right. Got, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 right. it's when we say training camp being over, meaning that all the installments are done, right? Mm-hmm. And so now it's time for them to go out there and practice per week, like they're normally do for right. a regular season game. Ah, oh, right. man. PG, I'm, I'm excited. I am
2: so excited.
0: And the way so the season ended last year was just like, uh, yeah.
2: can we hurry
0: up and get this going. We mm-hmm. heard Now, oh, PG, there's injuries going on within the 49ers camp. I knew we weren't going to be able to escape injuries, but there's some injuries going on so far. Before we get into that, what are your thoughts on the 49ers camps? Give me a couple of positives and a couple of negatives so far.
2: A couple of positives that I have are there, there are some surprises. There are some breakout players that I've seen in this camp that I'm very, very happy about. Um, Sherfield is one of the biggest ones he is that dude is making his name like he's like i'm staking my claim as that wide receiver three boy (laughs) he is he is all over the place he's he's being talked about by different players and everything like that so surefield to me was probably like the the breakout um that i just didn't see coming like i really didn't see coming um i I knew Debo was gonna be awesome, you because they're one and two. However, order you want to put them in, and um, but I I really thought that that three was you know for me like I don't know, Richie James or somebody like that. But no, Sherfield is like, no, you guys better hold on to it because I got this, and he is seriously so that. Um, besides that, the I guess the the um, advancement of number five here kind of staking his claim as well doing some really really nice things there uh so nice actually that he's gonna play pretty much this whole preseason game except for just a little bit um maybe that he won't be playing we'll leave it at that because we'll get into that later but um very very happy to see him my defense is is killing it you know we got our guys back everything like that that's that's fantastic to see Sad about some injuries, which we're about to talk about, but um, the guys just look sensational. The only thing that I would want to say is they got to do something about that second string O-line. Because, man, (laughs) whenever you get past the first string, it's like, oh, yeah. So, I don't know what they're going to do about that. But, you know, the secondary looks sensational. I mean, everybody looks sensational i'm i'm just happy i'm just ready for saturday to get here i'm ready to see these guys shine so oh, i, I can, can see what what my boy Sermon's gonna bring to the table you know and everything like that then let me say this is the very very end and then i'll give it back to you i'm impressed with jimmy jimmy jimmy's balling in this camp and i feel like that he's balling because of what he's got behind him that's right over the over the mountain like they say um i feel like the key is so i have seen a lot of impressive things out of jimmy i've also seen some same old jimmy things that i harp on all the time but i have also seen some some um, impressive things out of jimmy so
0: um all right I I don't think Jimmy's balling. I think Jimmy's just being Jimmy. Uh, I'll take it. I'll leave it with that. Y'all can take it how you want it. I will say he's taking more uh, chances Mm -hmm. on the ball down the field, but it ain't working. But I won't say that he's balling. So that's not not what I would say. I like Jimmy, but I won't say that he's balling. Uh, To recap some of the things that you said, uh, for me, uh, the positives are—it um, just seems like the way that they're they're able to um, on the offensive side, they they seem to be moving the ball in different situations. I think that the red zone uh, issue is starting to be you know nullified. Like it, they're fixing it, right? They're they're being a lot more effective in the red zone, mainly according with the Trey Lance. And I think my theory behind that is when when Trey Lance is out there, well, guess what? The defense has to do. They have to play honest, right? They can't cheat. They can't be like, oh, Jimmy not going to run it in so we can add extra guys. No. There's a quarterback that can pull the ball and run around or run through or, you know, so you have to play honest. You can't sit there and cheat on the defensive side. And so I like that element. I'm glad that the red zone is working a lot for Trey Lance, uh, even though he seems to be struggling and, you know, when they do the move, when they're trying to move the ball down the field or whatnot. But you got to factor in, he's playing with the twos and he's going up against really good two a two defensive line right mm-hmm. so when you bring in Maurice Hurst and Zach Kerr and all those guys DJ Jones probably rotates in and out on that joint like they're just 10 times better than the second offensive line mm-hmm. and I don't expect though the second offensive line to be great like that's that's not my expectations especially when they're fifth round picks you know, you got one second round pick up there who's struggling. Mm-hmm. And then if he's struggling, I expect the fifth round picks to be struggling as well. So um, it's a little awkward, man, to figure out how they're going to work that. Like, who's going to be the swing tackle? Uh, right now, I'm hearing it's the rookie. I'm hearing the rookie, Jalen Moore, is winning the swing tackle. And you're saying, I'm scratching my head because I told y'all that Sean Coleman mm-hmm. was the swing tackle <laughs> position because Justin School was going to win it. And then he got hurt. And right. now I'm hearing Jalen Moore, a.k.a. the rookie, is winning that position um, at the swing tackle spot, even though they were going to try to move him over to a different position. But now they need him to be the swing tackle due to the injury to Justin School. I'm like you, Peachy. The injuries suck. Uh, and it's just like, man, like it's starting. They started before the, t- the camp started because losing now I'm seeing. Now I'm realizing the value of a Tavares Moore. Even though I didn't know, think he was that great. I, now I'm understanding like, dag you know, what's what's going on with the safety position? Because you said that the secondary looks great. And I'm like, well, the secondary has some holes in it and it's really in the middle of the field. And so, I'm like, how are we going to fare with this safety? And, and I think the 49ers might have an answer because they signed somebody the other day. And I'm hoping that he pans out Depending on how they choose to play, uh, he was at practice today, so he was working out. He's wearing number 49. Mm-hmm. So, haha, Clinton Dix is a 49er, and we'll get into that really shortly. Matter of fact, let's get into that right now. So, just in case you missed, these are all the latest transactions that's been going on. that happened today. I haven't heard anything else that happened after this, but the 49ers made moves. Obviously, you heard that they signed safety. Haha, Clinton Dix, he is now a 49er. He is rocking number 49. They've also signed defensive linemen, which we spoke about, PG, on the last episode. For those that watched the last episode, Mm -hmm. you will see that we mentioned that this was a potential signing candidate all right now tony jefferson safety has been designated to the injured reserve all right so he is not going to be counted on this 53 man roster he is already on the ir and this is where stuff is going to start getting tricky um because Kwaski Tart right now is on the pup list, and I listened to Kyle Shanahan talk about that though today, and and he talked about how you could put players on the pup list and they could stay up there for about eight weeks, mm-hmm. and before you designate them to the IR, if they're going to play that particular role. I don't think that they have to count against the roster to be on the pup. All right, and so I'm hoping tart comes back because now that means that that safety joint would 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 so up. but let's talk about the safety position real quick right because right now the starting safeties are going to be jimmy ward and as of right now tavon wilson who is falling behind let's list list these safeties because you have jared maiden you have uh talanoa hufanga right now you have ha ha clinton Dix. is that where we stop cuz uh, I am not I'm not noticing anything. You have you have a rookie, you have a second year player that was undrafted last year, and then you brought in a veteran, Tony Jefferson's to IR and uh Jaquaski Tarz on the PUP. Right. Woods. What am I missing?
2: I think that that's a uh, I think that's it. I would say that they're going to bring in somebody else cuz I can I can
0: Is it I safe, think that's it. Is it safe to say that the biggest issue now is the safety position
2: opposed I to think the so. yeah. I think so. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. I, I, I really don't think Jarrett is gonna make the team, but I do think Jarrett Maiden's gonna end up on a practice squad and I don't think anybody's gonna pick him up. So once they cut him, he'll clear waivers. Right, he'll come back, squad. yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, sure. As far as Hufanga, he his stock is rising. Um, he's still struggling out there in coverage. He's not a good coverage safety. Okay? If you remember who Marcel Harris was, that's who Hufanga is right now. He has mm-hmm. better playmaking ability when it comes to a knickknack at intercepting the pass. But as far... And, and whereas Marcel Harris had a better knickknack uh, ability in enforcing fumbles. So that's what you're going to get. And so that's kind of like the difference between the two. But when it comes to coverage, they both are pretty much the same. This is why I had... Uh, Hufanga as a hybrid safety, going from, from safety to linebacker. What right. are your thoughts on just the safety position in general?
2: I mean, I, in my opinion, I feel like that the 49ers need to, to um, find some more players. I have a feeling that over the next couple of weeks that they'll do that. I think once once uh, we get through some of these preseason games and teams start evaluating and whatever, I'm sure the 49ers will bring somebody else in. It wouldn't surprise me if next week they didn't have other candidates in here for safety. But definitely, at my opinion, I do feel like that in the secondary, the safety is the weakest position that we have right now. I I think, just like you just said, I think that Hufanga is going to be fine. I just... I. I do agree You're with put
0: him out there, though.
2: Right, with with what you said, I think eventually he's going to be fine. But I think that that um, that is going to be one of those. Um, Callie's right. It's possible that Marcel Harris could wind up going back to safety. Because, I yeah, mean, it's they
0: they, they, that's not where they want him to do. And if he I, does go back yeah. to safety, he's going to be expendable. It, like yeah, this I'm is sure. why they probably converted him right um to yeah. linebacker because his coverage skills are just not great right if you want him to be that fast sure. guy coming from the side at yeah. weak side that's gonna be able to get those tackles and get to whatever whatever i do understand why he might have to be converted back but i don't think right. they're trying to go that route because oh, yeah, that, no, that was a him. hole on the defense mm-hmm. and when you had Tavarius Moore, he kind of helped cover that stuff up thank right you. and so gotcha I had a very interesting conversation with one of my friends on Twitter today, and it was so cool because we were talking about someone asked me, um, what are we going to do with certain players, right? And should we cut them? And I was like, well, I think it was about Jalen Hurd. And I was like, well, you know. Um, I can see us stashing him and putting him on the IR or, or, or PUP, or whatever. I'm not sure how many players we can have on PUP at the beginning of the season, but I feel like that's something that Kyle Shanahan is going to do. And I don't think he's really done with Hurd. And even though Hurd, the word is he's not playing this week because according to Kyle Shanahan, he's not playing this weekend. Nice. Even though that's the word, I really do believe Kyle really has this affinity about this kid. Like he really likes this kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's hoping that he gets together. We're going to listen to a couple of clips from his presser in a little bit, but he's hoping that this kid can get his health right and, and get together and all that good stuff. But on the same token, if you cut him, I think that's like 852000 dollars the 49ers can save. Because when you look at the IR, we already have two players, well, one player on there, I believe, as of two players on there as of right now, Tony Jefferson and Justin School. Right? You have and, and excuse me, Tavares Morris. That's three players on the IR as of right now and the money is starting to pile up and so when, when you when you think about it how much money do you really want to spend on an IR list like I don't know what that stat is I don't know if 5 million is the number 3 million, That's 2 million, right. I don't know what the number is but when you start putting your money on the IR list that's 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 wasted money so the 49ers need bodies they need players that can play that are healthy that can be out there on the field we say this all the time football is a 100 percent injury prone sport and so you need guys out on the field at every given moment you know what i'm saying and so that's something to look forward to uh yes Jalen Hurd was at practice today he was actually in full practice he was running 11 on 11s and he did some of his one-on-ones and Kyle did speak a little bit about Jalen Hurd uh saying that he looked good out there you know whatever but he ain't playing and so there's there's so many ways you can go with that right you can say that is Kyle Shanahan trying to save him from getting super hurt due to some of the things that he happened? Kyle Shanahan talked about an example, using D Ford for an example. We'll listen to that. And he's kind of spoke a little bit about look, D Ford. Uh, you know we, we sat him out To precautionary And then he went In week one Against Arizona And he just Told the coach He couldn't be himself And I'm just like Dang Like what if they do The same thing With Jalen Hurd What if that kind of happens So it's it's a tough situation When players are injured And then Kyle tried To cover up Something that he said the, uh, the other day At a presser About the players Being injured And he wanted to put that He was talking about All of his players Being injured Not necessarily Singling out Jalen Hurd Even though the question Was about Jalen Hurd Jalen Hurd so I thought that was interesting that Kyle spoke to that matter of fact let's go ahead and get to one of the clips I have three clips from Kyle Shanahan and then we'll hear a little bit from the players
3: um Jimmy will start out I mean with most of our starters I know there's there's a number of guys that were, that aren't playing um to be safe with and some guys who've been banged up but trying to get most of our starters going Jimmy will be hopefully just one series um then I'll get Trey in there and hopefully just the whole first half
0: so, when Kyle's talking about uh, his guys, his starters playing the series, right, he uses this word twice, hopefully. What does that mean to you when you hear him say, hopefully, Peach? Because I'm, 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 is he playing one series, hopefully? What does that mean? Hopefully, he'll play one series. What does that mean?
2: I I think all that means is that when he goes out there, if, if whatever, because, Everybody knows what preseason is when, when you have an incumbent um, quarterback or, you know, uh, certain players out there. They have a certain thing that they're wanting to see. So I think if they get what they need to to see, you know, from from him and they're good, then they can be like, all right, you're done. You know, that kind of stuff. If those situations come up, because, you know, it's, it, it's always situational. You always have things situational. The coach is wanting to look at. And all this stuff like this. So I think that as long as as he's able to get an idea of what he needs from him to to see, then it's possible that he may not play the whole, you know, he may not play the whole quarter. He may he may just come out.
0: He never said the whole quarter. He said one series. So then he, he's saying hopefully he'll play one series. So does that mean there's a possibility he'll play two series? Is there a possibility he I play thought,
2: it? oh, okay, my bad. Because I thought that he said, quarter, you're right. It was series because on Twitter, see, that's what happens with Twitter telephone because they were saying a quarter <laughs> on, on Twitter. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is possible that he could play more. So, but what I said would still stand because if he plays the one series, and he doesn't get what he wants out of them, then it's possible that he could put him out there for longer, so that he could, you know, get whatever kind of patches or you know other things they're trying to do. You know how they do in preseason; they have them where they pass, they hand the ball off, they you know they do all these different things. Yeah, to just I kind of get out there. So
0: yeah, but it don't, the difference is, it's not practice, so it's not like they can. They have to. They have to look at what the defenses is giving them, and yeah. then they run their plays based off of that. So we don't know exactly what Kyle is looking for Jimmy to do. Obviously he's looking to move the ball. Exactly. Get first downs, probably Mm -hmm. not turn the ball over.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely not get injured. Don't throw an interception, knock on wood, come out the game healthy, that kind of stuff. So it just depends. I have
0: notes on that too. Like I have, so I have Jimmy's stats for training camp and I have Trey Lance stats for training camp. Um, but let's talk about Kyle said that the starters will start. He also said, once Jimmy leaves, the starters leave. That means the offensive line. Does that mean the weapons, though? What do you think? Hmm. Uh, yeah.
2: I, would. <laughs> I, I was kind of wondering that, too, because, you know, sometimes with these teams, they'll they'll leave some of them out there for you know for just a little bit so I don't really know
0: yeah it hard. it's hard to determine because
2: right
0: like Kyle he's a liar that's what it is <laughs> storyteller if that's what yeah. you want to call him Yeah,
1: it's um, all the we, time.
0: We, we definitely know no Kelly says uh uh so I agree with you Cal uh we heard uh we're gonna listen to that clip he says we all know Kyle was talking to her we absolutely did here's my thing right is 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 Jalen Hurd and Kyle Shanahan's doghouse now hear me out he can't stay healthy yeah he produces out there and when he's out there blah blah blah, blah but he can't get on the field in a game there was another player that reminds me of Jalen Hurd who was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers who is now a Seattle Seahawk. Who said he was injured, he couldn't pray and all of a sudden mm-hmm. put me in, Coach. I could go, and then he ended up in this doghouse of Kyle right. Shanahan. We all know once you get into Kyle's doghouse, it's hard to get out.
2: That's right.
0: Is Jalen Heard officially in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse? What do you think?
2: Oh, man. I really believe that he is. And I believe that he's going to remain in there until, I don't know, until whenever, because I have no idea.
0: I'm not, not, we're not saying his name. We're not going to say his name. Okay. We're not going to say his name. Uh, We're not, again, we're not going to say his name. We're we're just not going to say his name. Nope. That's not how we do on this show. We big up our brothers. All right. So... I'm thinking. And so uh, we're asking you out there. You guys are watching live. Right. You think Heard is in the doghouse. And if he's in the doghouse, does Herd f- find a way to get out? And so we got Callie saying, no, he's not in the doghouse. Um, I don't think you mean that he's garbage, right? I don't think that's what you mean. Oh, Miss Debbie's in the building. Uh, she's saying Herd is in the doghouse. Listen, guys, this is a legitimate question if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Because we watch players. I, there's another player, I think, that's in Kyle's doghouse. But I think this particular player won't make the team. He's also a wide receiver. And his name is Richie James. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And here's why he doesn't make the team, Peach. The other uh, the other wide receivers are outplaying him. River Craycraft, he got bigged up today. Okay. Trent Sherfield you mentioned him. Like, mm-hmm. these wide receivers... Are are bigging him up, yes, uh, Kevin. So on on yesterday and yesterday's practice, he couldn't get separation. I'm not sure how he performed. They just said he looked good today in practice, but they didn't describe how he looked good. Maybe he was good in blocking opposed to getting open they didn't talk about how many catches he called and all that different type of thing so we have to kind of wait for that stuff to kind of get reported but uh this was reported yesterday by a lot of the beat writers and a lot of people that are at the training camp shout out to our people that are at the training camp they were out there out there they've been out there every single day and they were saying that this kid can't create separation exactly uh Exactly. This kid is looking to make a make the roster. And so when you have guys that aren't injured, that aren't battling with nagging injuries, that are looking for this is why Kyle Shanahan was specifically talking to to Jalen Hurd and Joukowsky Tart. He was sending them a message and it wasn't subliminal. He just didn't say their names. OK, he was sending them a message. You can't play if you can't, if you're not, if you're not available, If you, your best ability is availability. I think that's the, the cliche. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so that that that's the issue I have. If I had to pick my four receivers, Peach, if I if I pick four and I say that there's going to be six to seven, I always go with seven. It's God's number. I think we go with seven wide receivers this year. All right, uh, I think and I, and I think I said that a little bit, a little while ago um, uh, on an old past episode. But if I had mm-hmm. to go with them now after watching some training camp, I think I'm going to go with these six, six or seven. And you could correct me if I'm wrong. You could type it in the captions if you want. It's up to you. Here we go. Number one, Debo Samuel. <laughs> no but Number two, Brandon Ayuk. Number three, Mohamed Sanu. Number 4 Trent Sherfield Number 5 Juwan Jennings Number 6 River Craycraft And number 7 Austin Watkins Jr. And I think they finagle Jalen Hurd and they place him in, a, in on, a, on a spot to where no one else can take him. Maybe this is why we're not seeing Jalen Hurd like we want, because he's not fully healthy. And so they don't want to put out too much, you know, stuff on him to where if they cut him and they try to stash him on a practice squad or whatnot or on, a, on a PUP list or on a whatever list that they could put him on, no one can claim him. I guarantee you Kyle's trying to finagle this because he does like Hurd. But that still doesn't mean he's not in his doghouse. Peachy, do you agree with my seven? Or do you have a different seven?
2: No, I absolutely... I
0: don't know how many you have.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I um, I actually agree with yours. Yeah, after training camp. It's Mm -hmm. like Walken Jr. is
0: rising. He might not be catching passes from Jimmy Garoppolo, but he is catching passes, contested passes. Mm -hmm. He's running decent routes. And you're not hearing negative stuff about him. That's always key, Right. Um, well you don't hear you don't even hear anything about him really, and that's key. Just like I'm not hearing anything about my boy Ambry Thomas, which means he's doing uh, he's doing good, right? He's, he's not mm-hmm. doing bad. He ain't doing great. He just he just doing <laughs> right. And so that this is what I like to, to hear from our rookies, man. I, I, right. I truly do. Uh, I got to check my Twitter to make sure our guest has the code, and I believe he does. All right, cool. Uh, so. To, for me that's going to be the wide receiver. so for Jalen Hurd this doesn't mean he's not going to be on this roster some way somehow I mm-hmm. just think they're going to make shift it and figure out if he's not fully able to go then we're going to find a way to find a way to tuck him in sneak him in stash him because I really do feel like his potential is that he can bring to this team is something no one, not even us, has ever seen. We had we got a little taste of the honey, but we ain't had. You know, we, we didn't winnie the to honey. You know what I'm saying? We didn't dig in, get our own jar, and just go to work. We just got right. a little taste of it. So I think Jalen heard. If he can find a way to get healthy, what was the running back we drafted? Was his name Marsh? Oh, God, what was his name? It was during the Trent Balky era. He was supposed to be a beast and he had like knee issues and he Lattimore? Never... Lattimore, but what was his first name? Marshawn Lattimore, right? It was Marshawn? I, I think thought so. that was a safety from the Saints.
2: No, maybe, maybe it wasn't. Wait, I thought it was. No, Marcus Lattimore.
0: Marcus Lattimore. I, I think, the... I I think
2: bought... so, something like that.
0: I was about to call the Kenny Lattimore. That, that's what was about to come out of my mouth. I was about to start singing songs. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you now. Marcus Kenny, Lattimore, yes. Marcus Lattimore, thank mm-hmm. you. I, I'm. I'm he, he just never could get his body equipped to play in the NFL, and I'm wondering if that's going to be Jalen Hurd. I feel like every coach comes across that one player they got the potential they got the skill set they just can't get right healthy wise and it would be sad and unfortunate if Jalen Hurd yeah. never gets a chance to play it down but yeah. you let Mike tell it that boy's gonna be on this roster or whatever whatnot it just doesn't it just not translating for me in uh, camp. So let's go through some of these pressers before our guests come on. Cause we could talk all night long. I just realized that we could talk all night long. <laughs> all right. So he did say that he's looking for Trey to play about 30 plays. All right. So if those 30 plays don't happen by the beginning of the third quarter, Peachy Trey Lance might come back out to start the third, right. which is cool because you figure he's going to get, The majority of the first, the whole second, a snippet of the third. Then we'll get to see Sudfield and Rosen. We're going to find out, ladies and gentlemen, who's going to be the backup to the backup. That's (laughs) what we're going to find out. Mm -hmm. And and that's what this preseason, I guarantee you, that's what this preseason is all about. Oh, yeah. But the trick was, he said that Hurd's not going to play, Ford's not going to play. So should we assume that Bosa's not going to play either?
2: I would make that assumption, especially since, who was it, Lynch, that said that they are hoping that he'll be ready by week one. So I don't think we're going to see Bosa at all in preseason. Because so no the bo- way the way that, that um, I, I believe it was Lynch that said that they hope that he's going to be ready week one. So he will not be in preseason at all. I don't expect to see Bosa at all.
0: Do you have 49 uh, Media, do you have the... The statement where he says Bosa's not going to play because he never mentioned Bosa. Not in the presser. He mentioned Ford. He mentioned um, Heard, But he didn't mention Bosa. But we do know that Bosa shouldn't suit up until week one. And he should be ready to go week one. He just didn't mention Bosa's name. So it's a possibility that Coach Shanahan just forgot. You know what I'm saying? To mention right. that name. Uh, other guys to watch out for. Javon Kinlaw. Samson mm-hmm. Ucom. Mm-hmm. If if those guys don't play, are you okay with that or do you want to see Kenlaw out there? Do you want to see Ibukam out there? Like what are your thoughts about those two guys if they don't play this game?
2: Kenlaw, it doesn't bother me because he played, you know, with the 49ers last year. Hey. But Ibukam does because he's never you know, played in a game, you know, with with the squad. I think I would be okay if Kenlaw didn't um, more than Ibukam or any of the other new people that we have, I think all the new people that are healthy should should play at least a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, if, if you're healthy, you're playing. But right. Kinlaw's been having is, uh, injury issues. Ibukam's been having injury issues. They haven't really been.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I heard Kinlaw was in on the eleven on elevens, but he's right. not doing any of the one on one drills. Gotcha. And then I heard um, they, like that's what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and so if i had to answer that question i think i would be okay too because guess who i get to see i get to see maurice Hurst. i get mm-hmm. to see i don't and zach kerr i get to see that zach kerr had a day off today i get to see zach kerr i get to see maurice Hurst. and then on the edge Obviously. if osa ford and ibukam's not playing i get to see arden key we get to get mm-hmm. a close-up personal on arden key six old mm-hmm. pass. thank you so much uh uh 49ers Shoot, I forgot to say it.
2: Matt Jones is playing too right now.
0: Oh, Matt Jones is. not Is that when they took the lead? Matt
2: ten. Matt <laughs> yeah, he got out. his new number. The yeah, Hall of Famer Jimmy Grove Roll- <laughs> Patriots. I,
0: I agree with you, Callie. I don't think Ibukam is going to play just That's for precautionary purposes. It's Week One. He hasn't had. Like a full week of practice this week, right. and yeah. so I would I wouldn't be surprised. But then, where does that leave us, guys? If our guys, if our edges aren't playing, where does that leave us? I'm curious. Uh, he says Matt Burrow uh is reported among those who won't play in the 49ers preseason Saturday. Ford. Bosa Heard, all of whom are coming back from major. So these are the major guys that won't be playing. Again, we don't necessarily know uh if some of the other guys that we're mentioning won't play either. But I am excited to watch the secondary. So this whole secondary should be out there. Tavon, uh Jimmy Ward, at least for the uh, first place. Does defense starters and offensive starters get the same treatment? Do you think like meaning like as far as playing time, are you going to are we going to see the defensive players playing longer than the offensive players? I mean,
2: that's normally how it is. Okay. Usually, more of the offensive players come out before the defensive players do.
0: Man, you better pull my boy Fred. Well, I want Fred Warner out. Who do people? are <laughs> you to? know Warner's going
2: to be out. Warner's yeah. not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you have certain defensive players. Yeah, but Warner's
0: not going to want to come out though. I know
2: he's not going to want to come out, but.
0: but 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 take Warner out. Take out Jason yes. Verrett Right. Take out. Take Absolutely. out all the starters. I, I'm if if the from what I'm hearing is the second defensive line unit. Is, is a problem The second secondary unit Is a, is horrible it's, <laughs> it's trash Speaking of that That could be why Trent Sherfield is having a field day Could be Because he's going up <laughs> He's going up against the number 16s You know what I'm saying and So that could be an issue um, A lot of people might You know some people out there I think Matt Browse is one of them He doesn't feel He feels And I'm not I'm, I'm trying to quote him But he feels like the numbers for Trent Sherfield may be a little subjective due to the fact that he's going up against a bunch of rookies and, and 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 things like that. And so, I mean, kudos to Sherfield for taking advantage of it because right. a lot of people didn't know. It. We don't even know who Sheerfield is. I didn't even know he played for the car. I never seen him on the Cardinals. I never paid him I didn't either. Yeah. So. It's just kudos to him. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if he's yeah. out there doing what he needs to do, that's yeah. a great, great look. Great, great, great look. All right. And so um, let's see. Who else do we have? So we know that the offense is going to be sitting. We know that to do it with the defense. So we'll break that a little bit down once our guest comes on the show and we start going through matchups. Yeah. Uh, but it is Jimmy Garoppolo getting the start not trey lance but i think trey lance will be playing the bulk of the game like peachy says at least for a quarter and a half at minimal minimum. but there's another clip from coach shanahan uh he was sitting here discussing uh the situation with the injuries
3: stuff that i said the other day wasn't anything that was a shot at him that's the reality of injured players i don't think people realize that it's when you have guys who are talented enough to make your team it's tough because it's not about just getting them to the 53 there's a lot of those are the stressful decisions john and i have because you know there's guys you really want to help and you got to be smart with them because they're coming off real serious injuries but you eventually got to show that you can you won't get re-injured and, and that's what's tough you know you, you look at our camp last year and we knew
0: you got to be able to show that you won't get re-injured and this is why i felt like he was talking even though he was talking general to players in general PG, this is why I feel like it was kind of mentioned a little bit toward her.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it definitely was. You know yeah. it was.
0: Like Kyle Shanahan is 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 trying to to be to put on his best poker face each and every time he steps up to the podium because he doesn't get the the questions prefaced like he doesn't have them beforehand they just come and he has to be able to answer them like right on the spot so sometimes you're going to get a witty Kyle sometimes you're going to get a pissed off Kyle and sometimes you're just going to get a good solid answer but it's going to be some hidden gems within those his responses he has another presser so all this time I thought Kyle Shanahan loved Kendrick Bourne okay (laughs) Oh. <laughs> did you hear what he said about Kendrick Bourne? I
2: did
0: Okay. <laughs> so I love Kendrick Bourne and I thought Kyle loved him too <laughs> Kendrick Bourne made the team by injury default and I was like oh man like that's kind of messed up and now I know why Kendrick Bourne was like bump the Niners I'm out like I'm gonna go let the world know I could ball like, you know what I'm saying? I, like, how, how do you feel about that? We'll listen I, to you. How do you feel okay, about it?
2: Okay, first of all, <laughs> I feel that this is in retaliation. Remember what Kendrick Bourne said whenever he was out there with the Patriots and he made the comment and we had the debate on a previous show about whether that was a dig at Kyle, you know, like whatever. I think that Kyle... <laughs> I think this is more retaliation than anything. I think Kyle's an ass. And he, and he Big, was like...
0: Kyle Shanahan... That's what I been, think. He is the biggest...
2: I think mean, it's a payback.
0: ...head <laughs> in, the, in the history of football coaches, yo. Like, it's a
2: a- I think that, it's, that it is a payback. I think Kyle is like, okay. Alright. <laughs> I got
1: you.
0: For those that are watching that didn't get a chance to see it, here it is. <laughs>
3: A guy like Bourne was on the bubble that year. Like to give you guys a story, like you look at our, our draft picks that we had at the time, I think Marquise was starting. Um, we had just drafted some guys. I mean, Bourne didn't have the best camp and he was on the outside looking in. And then um, Jalen was hurt. Um, then Trent Taylor got hurt. So Bourne, we kept Bourne. And, but if everyone had been healthy, it would have been hard for Bourne to make the team. Um, but we kept them because a couple guys were hurt. and week four, I'm expecting to get them back and the injuries are a lot worse for Trent and Jalen than we thought. damn, I'm glad I didn't cut Bourne week one because he ended up being our most consistent guy for the following two years. So that's the stress of injuries and trying to take care of these guys because you know how good they are. But you also got to know what that final 53 means.
0: I mean, at least he saved face at the end when he was like, damn, we kept him. But the fact that he... The fact that he definitely, he was on the bubble. Hey, if he was on the bubble, he was on the bubble. And if you listen to the whole presser, he's talking about the players that he had ahead of, of Bourne. Mm-hmm. Right? Think, uh, was, did he say Marquise Goodwin was still on the he team? He did, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, you, uh, that's when Trent Taylor looked like he was going to be mm-hmm. the sure thing, but he had the foot injury, all right? And so Bourne was the, out, the guy looking, outside looking in, right? And so because of injuries <laughs> and her got injured and, mm-hmm. and, and, and all that and remember Bourne wasn't drafted guys Bourne was an undrafted guy so when you're an undrafted guy it's that much harder to walk on a team and make the team you know what I'm saying This ain't college This ain't high school football Right? Like, you know this is this is serious so uh, luckily those guys were injured and I will say Bourne worked hard and he earned himself a contract with a different team so Shout out to Kendrick Bourne, man. That's my guy, yo, at the end of the day. But I think our coach is petty 100%.
2: Very, very petty.
0: <laughs> like 100%. And, and, and you know what? I, I didn't even think about what you said. I didn't think that logic to what you just said. But Kendrick Bourne did say that 49ers practice isn't as hard as, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said that. He said that. He said I'm they're harder you. in New England. That's what he said.
2: Kyle, he said. Kyle went like... When he heard that, that comment, he went and kicked it and was listening to probably Wheezy or somebody like that. It was just like, I'm going to get that dude, man. Just wait. It's, it's
0: totally crazy. I'm going to get him. It's totally crazy. All right. So I'm not sure if our guest is coming on and we're going to be out of here in the next 15 minutes because we got All things right. to do. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe he got cold feet he's probably a little bit scared of the 49er fans because I'm sure he... If you looked at his tweet, Mr. Rogers' tweet on my timeline, Mm -hmm. he sat up and brought up some old flames. So we'll we'll, we'll talk about it, you know, but let's finish getting through our pressers. How about that? Thank you guys that are tuned in. We truly appreciate the love and the support, man. We really do. All right. We heard from the rookies today. We heard from three rookies today. We heard from Aaron Banks. We heard from Diamador Lenore. And we heard from Ambry Thomas. So we heard from our offensive line uh, person, which... I look when I when I put out the tweet, so I, I tweeted out earlier this week, if the 49 if, if if Aaron Banks doesn't become a starter week one, is it safe to say that the 49ers don't draft offensive linemen? Well, and I know you saw the tweet, but let, let, let's hear your theory on that, because I wasn't taking a stab at. Aaron Banks I wasn't taking a stab At the 49ers I'm just saying If you draft a lineman With the second round pick And mm-hmm. your need is something totally Different than an mm-hmm. offensive lineman You probably could and and, and and hear me out PG If he's not starting well, You could have put an, a different non-starter out there that's not start. You get know what I'm saying? So that was my theory behind it when I was asking the question. I'm sure people don't know what the heck's going on in my head when I ask questions. People think that they're lame takes or whack takes or whatever. I had to it's not a whack take, it's a freaking question. It's yes or no? Yes or no? All right. So what is, what is your theory on that?
2: Well, anybody who doesn't know, I was pissed off because we did it anyway. And it would even uh I would have to, to question that ability if he doesn't pan out or like you said, if he doesn't start. Because when you get somebody in the second round, I mean, especially when there are other needs that you have, you should you, you expect them to be able to excel enough to be a starter. So that's how I, I feel about it. You're not drafting. I mean, it's not like he's undrafted. It's not like he was drafted like in the sixth or seventh round or whatever he was drafted in the second round over corners, which we desperately needed. He was drafted over better offensive linemen. Over a lot, yeah. I wasn't done. I was going to say that over even better linemen. So it's like when you when you do that, then you then you know I do question their ability to be able to to do that to be able to scout them out because <laughs> if you if if that doesn't pan out, or like I said, if he doesn't start. That's, yeah. So I 100% ag- agree with you. And I was mad at the people that were attacking you for it because that, because it was very logical. It was very logical the way you put it.
0: I, it's just my expectations when you draft a piece that high, they should be starting. The only position, positional piece that's not going to start at mm-hmm. that position, uh, at in, in that draft ranking is quarterback only if you have another plan at mm-hmm. the quarterback excuse me like the 49ers have if we didn't have a quarterback Trey Lance would be starting this would not be a question okay let's call it like it is you drafted him with the third pick in the first round he would be there bro we're not gonna talk about all the wide receivers we passed up on okay mm-hmm, not just mm-hmm. not all right because there were tons of them there and my guy Shanti Samuel Jr. was mm-hmm. right
2: there yes for the taking
0: Alright, I'm not gonna I'm not this is not to 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 bash Aaron Banks. This is more saying like he's just not ready now. So if he's not ready now, why did we waste the pick? Now, I get it. They want to talk about the future of the 49ers. So you're looking forward to the future. You get a big guy in here uh that can protect your quarterback like a Trey Lance. He's supposed to be quick, he can move, whatever. But he's getting manhandled by the second string defensive line. I just want to put that out there. So if the second string defensive line is manhandling him. He's got a lot to work on. And so I'm not saying he won't ever start. I'm just saying, is it a bit of a disappointment him not starting week freaking one when you wasted, not wasted, when you used your draft pick that high? On a, a plug and play Supposed to be player I get it that it's hard To start in the NFL I, Actually I don't get it I don't play in the NFL But I can understand That it's hard for a rookie To come in Learn a system Learn concepts He was a I believe a left guard And they moved him To the right guard So I get it It's a little tough You know what I'm saying And like Cali's My boy is speaking You know He's saying he was a reach Yo I, 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 Yeah I'm not gonna Yeah You know what I'm saying Yeah I don't know it just—it was just a little awkward. And so I don't think he's going to be starting anytime soon. Maybe maybe by week six, seven, eight, nine. If something goes down on the offensive line, he's got to be funky. And so I heard, oh, you know what I heard today? I heard that guess who is struggling? Guess who's not having a great camp at, on the offensive line? On the ones. Who's not? Daniel Brunskill. Mm. I heard he's struggling at the guard position. Uh a la Matt Barrows, actually. He was who I was listening to this morning. And I heard that he was struggling on the offensive line. Like he 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 he's not having the best. You know what I mean? Actually, I don't know if I heard that from him or Grant Cone. It was one of the two. Can't remember. Sorry if I got you guys mixed up. My bad. But I'm hurt I'm hearing he's not having the best camp, but he's still better than than these 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 guys you get yeah. what i mean hey, right. i agree with you nana i do uh a matter of fact i learned this from you because you're a notre dame fan okay and so this is what i learned from you you said he's naturally a left guard and we currently have our left guard for at least to the end of this season okay it was matt Barrows. you are the man thank you Sac 916 on your game okay it was and that's what I heard I knew I heard it um <laughs> oh I don't have the laughter up here but we gonna laugh for real man shout out to my bro Mike from, from nothing but night <laughs> oh man that's a compliment it, 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 yo I, I I it was it was Matt Browns I just couldn't remember I felt like Matt Browns was my morning podcast Grant Cole was my afternoon podcast And now we're here in the evening Doing our own podcast right okay. And so uh, I was listening to them And so like that's, that's an issue though Like if Brunskill Now see the thing I love about Brunskill Is he's serviceable okay He's cheap and He can play center Guard and tackle And me personally I think Brunskill should be our Swing tackle and you somehow Try to force this rookie to get better because if right. Aaron Banks can get that, or even Colton McKibbitts, if these guys can play the right guard position, that would be a big bonus. Because now you got a guy that is ready to go at any one of those positions. He's healthy when he gets out there, opposed to getting beat up, getting dinged at the right guard spot. Then all of a sudden, God forbid, something happens to Alex Mack. Who's going to play center? Ron right. Skill.
2: That's true.
0: Max, he's our backup. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like he he's just a swing. He he's a guy that can go all over uh the offensive line. So I wonder if he got his times mixed up. Cause I told him 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. I did put Eastern Standard Time out there, right?
2: I'm not sure that you put the Eastern on. That's the thing. I hope that he didn't, but
0: I definitely put the Eastern Standard Time. I ain't that stupid. And and I told him too. So uh I heard yes, McKivis is struggling. Uh, Coleman is not practicing. Well, no, I'm telling you guys, if these offensive linemen and Coleman is was supposed to Coleman was penciled in at the swing tackle, but was already losing to Justin School until Justin School got injured. Justin School gets injured. And now the rookie Jalen Moore is beating out Sean Coleman. Sean Coleman, it was nice seeing you, but don't let the doorknob hit you with the good Lord split. I don't think Sean Coleman will be on this team. Matter of fact, I didn't have him making my final 53. Right,
2: you didn't. There. Yeah, we didn't Man. have him on
0: there yeah. Um, Because I just he just never played a game with the 49ers. I think it's time that they move, they move on. Uh, And so that's that's a little awkward. But we did get a chance to hear from Aaron Banks. I have a little clip. I think I'm uh, I, I thinking this was some the, the best thing that he talked about. So let's go ahead and give it a listen. Mm-hmm.
1: Lakin's great. Um, He's kind of taking me under my wing. Um, Of course, I have Mike here, but Mike plays tackle and playing guards is a little bit different. So um, I've kind of just kind of gotten in that role where Lakin's kind of been my vet as far as the uh, guard spot. All
0: right, so he was paying homage to the mentor that's been taking him under his wing. Uh, That's left guard Lakin Tomlinson. He's saying that he's taking me up under his wing. He also uh, gave shouts out to the uh, defensive line. Um, uh, Mo Hurst and uh, who else was it? Uh, Mo Hurst and there was another person. Oh, Zach Kerr, I believe, who were staying with him after, just trying to give him some tips and techniques and things on how to be better. Remember, he's getting beat by these guys in practice. Mm -hmm. Um, Aaron Banks is... (sighs) Aaron Banks has the potential to be... I don't know. I've never seen him play guard, so it's hard for me to say I never seen him play right guard, so it's hard for me to say what his potential is. But he is, if he can get out there and be good and run blocking first, if, if they run the ball successfully on his side, which is what I think they want to do a lot of, mm-hmm. then he's going to earn his keep and be an NFL starter for years to come, even if it's not week one. So that would, then it would turn into a great pick for the 49ers, because if they don't re sign Lakin Thomason Peach, They can push him back to left guard which is which is his natural position next so i think that's why they they use the capital on there but i do i do think that the offensive line is straight as of right now um but we're gonna find out we're gonna see what our offensive line is gonna look like on saturday once all the ones come out yeah so ceiling mike says ceiling alex boone right who, who was supposed to struggle with the 49ers, if you look up his report, he wasn't supposed to be that great. And then his 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 floor can, is is Joshua Garnett, maybe Josh, Josh, Joshua Garnett. I'm trying to whisper it because I don't want people to get mad. Mm-hmm I know who Joshua Garnett <laughs> is. He was horrible. Was Joshua Garnett bad because he, he, was, he was injured all the time? I can't remember if he was just bad, bad, or injured, and then bad. Which one was <laughs> Mike is like <laughing.
2: laughs> I don't know. He was just bad. I- See, I, I I was
0: trying to whisper it. I was trying to whisper it. I was. We that, don't have.
2: We already don't have a lot of people in here. Like we don't need to look. for the ones that we do have in here. We need to tell
0: the world. I mean, we got a good <laughs> good thirty of y'all just you know watching. You know what I'm saying? But dang, always injured. That that's what he. So I yeah okay. So I, bad, bad That that's cool. That's cool. Then then you hear from the you hear from the DBs, the rookie DBs. And I will tell you right now that their personalities are totally different. The only thing that they're similar in is they're young as a motherfreaker, right? They're just young. Uh, they don't say the right words. Their language is a little awkward. I don't know if it's because of the cameras. Like I was listen- when I was listening to Ambry, he used the word and he said lynching, but he meant latching. And then...
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> and then my man D'Amador, uh, He just looked like he's just excited to play football. And speaking is just not his thing right now. Not right now. You know what I mean? Maybe next year, but not right now. So let's go ahead and listen to our rookie DBs and hear what D'Amador has to say.
1: Blake is great. Um, He's kind of taking me under my wing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually, yeah, we faced two times. Yeah.
0: Okay. They asked him... How many, like, did he face Brandon IU in college? And just listen to the way he answers the question. That's what it is.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, we actually, yeah, we faced two times, yeah, while I was in college. Uh, Yeah, the first time I played him is when, I think it was his first year at Arizona State. And then the second time was, yeah, obviously his second second year. How
3: much has he improved since? You faced him
1: back in college. Oh, uh, he's he's definitely improved a lot. You know, uh, college was more like, you know, he was he was the man. I mean, he still is the man, but you know, college he was uh, he was more like not really. He was a receiver. He was he was a playmaker, though. So I see him here. He's much more as a receiver, like. His his length, size, speed, strength, his ability to adjust to adjust to the ball. You know, it, it don't get no better than that.
0: Right. What? I, I I was like, what? <laughs> I, <know. All> right. <laughs> I I think I think now, Peachy, you usually do better at breaking people down. Okay, you, you yeah. usually do better at breaking people down. So, I just want to know you with, with your thoughts on Diomedor. They they asked him a question about facing him. He answered that. Did, he, he answered that, okay. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, first time I faced him, it was his rookie year. The second time I faced him, it was his sophomore year. I think that's what you call it. What do you mean, you <laughs> Here Here's the thing, though, PG. Is he older than Brandon Ayuk? Because Brandon Ayuk got drafted before him. So how did he play him Brandon Ayuk's rookie year? I know.
2: That's what I, that's what I was wondering. I was trying to figure out, like, what he was talking about.
0: Hmm. What's going on, G Rod? <laughs> I'm just trying to understand it. Callie, we're not gonna start this tonight, Reggie Bobby. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Callie. I tell you what. I tell you what. If Brandon Ayuk is the number one wide receiver from the Amador's description, then who's the who's the better playmaker out of the two? Oh god. Debo or Brandon Ayuk?
2: Yeah. Okay. While he's answering that, let me tell you that Taylor Heineke has been the best quarterback out there, according to Albert Breer tonight. Just wanted you to know between oh, the them Patriots? and Mac Jones. Yeah.
0: Mm, okay. Mac Jones mm-hmm. will be the, might be the third string, or it might be the second string, and Cam <laughs> New might get cut. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? All right, Peachy, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Diamondor <laughs> Menor? I love that name Deom. I Deom if you want to jump on the show man At any given moment I, I promise Deom that Or Demo that's what they call you It mm-hmm. will be way less lights. you could be you You could curse you could just be you Yes You can't curse because we'll get kicked off of YouTube But you could be you And you won't have to have any of those issues Okay It, right.
1: it,
2: it, was, it was awesome I was I was kind of um, stuck on that I usually am pretty good at translating But it's like he he was all over the place Like I couldn't figure out what
0: um, I mean, I
2: don't know how he did that
0: Mike says that Brandon came out came early, out early. Years. What the f*** That got to do with Diamador and Lenore, bro <laughs> Wait, wait, wait Let me see if I can figure that out Maybe that does have everything to do with it They both were freshmen at the same time They were sophomores at the same time iu comes out okay okay and comes out his junior year okay okay mike what shot kudos to mike yo thank you mike appreciate that bro (laughs) my brother mike all right i get it now it makes perfect sense Mm -hmm. uh i guess i gotta hit this for mike because he said bingo all right so that makes perfect sense now all right because i was just like wait a minute just to, from the, he had me so confused just right away he was talking. But um, <laughs> here's some interesting things about DeAmador uh, Lenore for those that may not know. Um, he's getting a lot of prep, okay, a lot of prep from um, from the coaching, from the deep defensive back coaches. He's getting a lot of prep, whereas Ambry Thomas isn't, and so. I uh, I'm I'm assuming Ambry Thomas might be a little bit better in developing um mm-hmm. depending on the style of quarterbacks that they uh, the uh the depending on the style of cornerback play they want. They're looking for press man cuz you're going to hear him talk about pressing and and the zone. And I already knew uh that Ambry Thomas was going to struggle in zone. They they don't play zone a lot at Michigan. That's just not how they play. They play mm-hmm. their die. Straight up man press mm-hmm. boom knock you off your route whatever whatever don't let you get beat that's just the type of uh, defense they play they did play more zone when they had guys like uh, Jabril Peppers who just hung out there in center field waited for you to throw the ball from a mishap but once he was gone you know they they, they played a lot more press man and so he's going to talk about that but Diomador is the same way uh, I'm wondering if Diom though is going to be more that nickel type of DB what do you, you think he's going to be more of a nickel beat DB or he's going to be more of an outside corner, inside outside.
2: He he may be more nickel. The thing about him is is I think that he's got. I believe, like in my opinion, that he's got a longer way to go. Is what um, I believe. I believe that he's got a longer way to go. I believe that Amory can be in like a lot more advanced. Okay. That's what I think, you know, because it happens. That like you have a position, and and some people catch on faster than others. And I just in my opinion, that's what I that's what I feel. I feel that Ambry is just way ahead of of um, Dion at this point. But that's fine because he's got time. He'll okay. be fine. I and I
0: think they all will be fine at some point. They need to play. Right. You know what right, I mean? Like exactly. They need to be out there. They need, right now they
2: need to play. You're right. Yeah, they, they
0: mm-hmm. need to play. They need to play against the best yep. guys to sharpen mm-hmm. their skills. Shout out to right. my brother. I got to give him an applause. <laughs> Mr. Lewis, thank you so much for the contribution. Contra, contribu, contribution. 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 Mm-hmm. On the Super Chat. Happy late anniversary, bruh. Uh thank you so much, man. Uh yeah, man. Our anniversary was pretty cool. We're, we're still enjoying it. You know what I mean? We're just we're just enjoying the rest of our break off. We go back to work. Ricky starts a new job, new teaching job. I know she's super excited. I'm going back to the same job i'm super excited and then and then yeah that it is what it is but we start back really soon but thank you so much for the contribution brother we truly appreciate that man we would love to hear your thoughts on some of the things that are going down some of the moves that the 49ers are making are you worried about the safety position feel free to chime in in there and and whatever but who's the better playmaker did they answer my question yet is it Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk? Ha ha! That's going to be a nice little poll. And so Cali put both are playmakers. They just do it differently. Who's the better playmaker? That's the question that I asked. I ain't asked if they both were playmakers. I know they both make plays. Don't
2: don't skirt it, Cali.
0: Yeah, he tried to put one right. Of Who's the better? Because <laughs> because if I I can I, if if you say Debo is the better playmaker, I'll give you that Ayuk would be the number one wide receiver. Because then it makes sense, right? Can we get a crowd? Oh, they did give it. Oh, congratulations to our brother, Jason Verrett. They gave birth to a beautiful baby girl the other day. I was waiting on that news, and I kind of clearly missed it. Um, but congratulations, man. Uh, and hopefully our brother, Donnie, will be giving birth soon to baby Anakin uh, really soon. So hopefully that's going to come down. He's hoping that it happens before, you know, football season starts. So that's, that's going to be cool. So, oh... Ooh, wait a minute. So Tierna is saying that Ayuk's the better playmaker. Callie's saying Ayuk's the better play. I feel like they share the same brain. who's the better playmaker? Ayuk or or uh or Sam Debo PG In your I opinion. Th-
2: I think it's Debo because I think that he can do more. Okay. So
0: that's why I think that Debo is the better playmaker. I, I go, I go with the Debo. Nana saying we got to get a cash app. Uh, feel free to email me why we got to get, I think I know why we got to get a cash. I have a cash app. I could put it in here if you want. It's my cash app, but we'll be sharing it. So if you want a cash app, I'll put it in here. But um, it's so much easier to just use the, the YouTube thing. I know how it gets down there. Or whatever. He's due on the 24th, which is my cousin Marcus's birthday. So hopefully that the, that Anakin comes on the 24th, and he don't pull no Star Wars stuff. Yeah, like, <laughs> and it'd be crazy if what if what if they have Anakin and Princess Leia? That would. Be I scary. know, I know,
2: it would. Thank you, poor dog, you dog for say, I mean. for for commenting in here because you Whoa! always sneak in here. you Always sneaking in here. Wait a minute
0: the non podcasting listener r- is right here yo shout out to you my guy thank you so much for tuning in bro he told me he's never appreciate watched a live it. episode but he does go and rewatch watch that
2: mm-hmm. he does thank you perk we appreciate it
0: they do they snatch 30 percent man like what kind of crap <laughs> is that so that's crazy so if you give me ten dollars they take three dollars <laughs> Did I say that wrong? I probably did. I suck at math. So (laughs) it's 30% of of $10. Isn't it three? Yeah, because 10% would be $1. Yeah. I know my gosh darn math. When the numbers are low. When they get bigger and there's there's no, we take the zeros off at the end, I get confused. It gets a little bit complicated. We love
2: you too, Perk. Thank you so much for coming in live and for also repping us on Twitter. We really appreciate that. All you guys who rep us on Twitter, we really appreciate it. They have those little tweets that come through about, oh, you know, yeah. different podcasts to listen to. And my guys and my people always step up and they always put us in it. And we really, really appreciate it very, very much. Thank you. thank all you guys for doing that for us. It means a lot.
0: Cash app thing is weird. So we're going to put the cash app in here. All right. So we're going to put.
2: Callie um, says, you did damage with Mullins, Bethard and Jimmy G six games.
0: Listen, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm tired of arguing with, with him. I'm just going to let him have it. I'm, I'm tired. Even though Debo's the number one. I, Eric Crocker did say that um, he feels. Did he answer my question? forgot i forgot they do both do a lot of the same things they do mm-hmm. do differently that was spot on though cali that that was spot on all right uh let's go ahead and get the chat overlay on the screen so the next person that says the chat will be out here wait the Steelers are playing too
2: yeah uh philly is playing pittsburgh wait a minute, philly is winning philly is killing pittsburgh yeah oh um, Oh, snap. i don't know who's quarterbacking because we can't get that game we we get have the Patriots game so oh snap. I don't. i don't know who's quarterbacking if anyone knows like who's quarterbacking right now for Philly or who or who's got these points on the board but somebody does they're killing it right now
0: that's crazy I, mm-hmm. i'm really rude to the celtics game right now i could care less about preseason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, my boys is blowing the crap out of, of the Orlando Magic, man. I know it's summer league, but listen, the way my season ended, I need this. I need all of it. I receive it.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Nick Mullins is playing tonight. And forgot Mullins about that.
0: Is oh Nick Mullins is killing. Yes. It. Well, <laughs> gosh, I forgot man, about that. You know what? You know what was so funny about the Nick Mullins joint. Um, you probably can't, you know what Kelly, I have yet to open up my NFL game pass. OK, I have yet to reopen it up since they took the money out of my account automatically, which I totally forgot. I forgot to reopen it. So you're probably 100 percent correct. Matter of fact, um, I think that's how we're going to watch the 49ers game, if I'm not mistaken, on the NFL Game Pass. Like, Yeah, that's how we're going to do it for Shizzo. My ne- I can't say that on the- air. <laughs> 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 <Whoops. laughs> Sorry, I was having a moment. I was having a Jay-Z moment. H to the Izzo. All right. So. We're going to go ahead and finish up the show very shortly because they got to jump on nothing but Niners soon. But I'm a little I'm a little disappointed because I thought the Chiefs fan was going to come on uh, and I thought he was going to give us a rundown. Now, I do hear it. I did hear that Andy Reid is going to start his starters, I believe, for the first quarter, though. I think I have a, the, the text saying that they're going to play the whole first quarter. Peachy. <laughs> That's, that's Patrick Mahomes, that's mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, and, and I don't know who else played for him. Oh, and Travis Kelsey, that's the only people I know that on the offense. And then defense, that's Chris Jones, that's that f- the fat people on the defensive line, like that. What are your thoughts, though? If, if Kansas City plays the first quarter—I was correct. They look at me being right sometimes. Not right all the time, just 99% of the time. Now, what are your thoughts— should the 49ers try to match that level of play, or are you okay with the twos going against Kansas City ones?
2: <laughs> I I would love, like in my opinion, I would love for, for our, our first to get out there. Cause I want to see how our defense holds up against Pat Mahomes and Crew. I would love to to see that. Just, just our defense against their offense. I would love to see that. You would love to see
0: our defense against their offense. That's what you said. Yes. So, but, but according to Kyle Shanahan, the starters are going to come out after the first series. I believe though, that's just for offense. I could be wrong. Right. Right. I, because I don't believe you can take all the defensive starters out. and be, No. And, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this question. You think that the 49ers are looking to win this game? Or are they looking to see what they need to fix? That's a, that, I feel like that's a valid question.
2: I don't think that, that the 49ers are caring about winning this game. Well, the coaching, you know, Kyle. I don't think Kyle is is thinking about winning this game. I think Kyle's thinking about going out there looking at different things that they need to do. What they need to work on. They okay. kind of tell. And going against Pat Mahomes, especially like for the defense side, will give you all that you need to see what you need to work on.
0: Okay. Now, Mike, I do. he did say offensive starters. He, he started with Jimmy. And then he said offensive starters. Right, got you. Yeah. Right? So I'm assuming, but he didn't. He said offensive starters, but that might mean the offensive line starters. Yeah, like, I want to see Trey. If Trey, listen, if Trey Lance is doing his thing with a struggling offensive line, mm-hmm. what the f- is he going to do with a good offensive line? I'm curious to know.
2: Me too. I'm care. so excited. With- I'm with out. you
0: KP. I'm I cannot wait to see Lance out there. I but
2: cannot but an- wait to see it.
0: But answer that question. If Trey Lance is performing well mm-hmm. against a bat with a bad offensive line, and I know it's against number 2s, but we've all agreed on this show that the 49ers number 2s can be starters on other teams. If Trey Lance is succeeding against that what is he gonna do? What is he gonna do against with a number one offensive line? With a Trent, with a Lakin, with a Alex, with a uh, 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 um uh, uh Brunskill and with a, a Mike McGlinchy? Like, please answer that question. Because I feel like none of us, all we keep, all we keep doing is talking about how subjective it is. He's with the second strings. He's going against the second and third strings, and so yeah, he's making these throws. They, the, the defense don't know where to be when the ball is thrown. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fine. That's fine. But what can he possibly do with a good offensive line that's going to give him time? You know what I mean? Right. And it's, it's not because, and, and, and you know what? Not, it's not just because I'm on the Trey Lance train it's just it's logic right it's 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 if i'm a defensive coordinator and, and i'm not but if i am and i I'm, I'm looking at what i have to prep against i know your quarterback's deficiencies i know what he can't do well i know he don't like going to the left i know he don't like doing i understand right i like right But if you and then I know this is preseason, but I'm just talking about once the regular season kicks off. Mm But now I'm gonna get this guy that I don't know. I'm gonna get this kid that only played a certain amount of games in college. Last time he played was in twenty nineteen with fans, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And he's a rookie on top of that. But he's an unknown factor. And from a defensive perspective, I have to play honest. So it's it's eleven on eleven football opposed to like, you know, eleven on ten where they can have an extra guy just lurk around and do whatever they want. No, you better watch my quarterback. Because if, if if the quarterback is, if the routes are covered, my quarterback instinct is to get down the field. That's what he did in college. A lot of people kept saying he was a running, he, he used to run a lot. He did run a lot. When coverages was there, he was like, I'm not going to throw the interception. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nobody 15 yards in front of me. I'm going to take off and go. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. I know... I know as a coach, you don't want your quarterbacks doing that. All I'm saying is that's how defenses are going to have to prepare. They're going to have to think that, oh, at any given moment, on any given Sunday, he could do that, though. Whereas with Jimmy, he can't. So now you're asking Jimmy to be precise you're asking him to be super accurate. You're asking him to do all these little things, and if he misses and messes up and does this, whatever, you're putting so much pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo. This is why I believe, uh Peachy, that there's going to be a lot of packages, a lot of packages. There mm-hmm. is Lance going forward, even if he's not deemed the starter, right? You know, at the beginning of the season, you're going to see a lot of different packages. All right, we got one more pressure to get to, and then we'll get up out of here. We'll make this an hour and thirty minute show. Okay, so the last presser Peachy, was from my guy from Michigan. Because your guy is probably going to be starting uh, At the running back position So my guy clearly is not going to be starting Even though I want him to start Alright so uh, He's clearly not going to be starting he's, he's, he's not ready but here we go
1: Um, For me because you know at Michigan All I played was press man A little bit of cover two, but it was from press two. So I'm looking at everything from a press standpoint But now like you get off You get the bag off a little bit You see the whole field You see the whole picture You're trying to just see the t- story that the um offense is it's telling and I mean when you got guys like JV and E-Man and KK in the room like who's been doing this for some time like you start to learn and really lynch onto them catch on to them and just whatever they say you just take it in and you soak all that knowledge in because they know excuse they know what they're doing put it like that they know
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love this kid I, I love his kid he got swag you know who he remind me of Eric Crocker that he, he gives me mm-hmm. Eric Crocker vibes just yeah. by the way he comes off the way he talks he's con- he's a little bit more confident he he knows where he's messing up he's saying yo I, and I was like yo don't give it all away bro like don't don't tell everybody what you're doing dog like oh mm-hmm. we're impressed too two man to put the high the high blah blah no like shut up but he reeled it in you know what I mean like he, he started to move I absolutely love this kid's energy this is why I don't think he's being like cuddled. With the coaching, they kind of just let him go out there and work out his, you know, his issues on the field. All right. When I, I said this when he was drafted, remember I said if he gets beat, it doesn't bother him mentally. He mm-hmm. figures out what he did and he goes out there and tries to, uh, you know, get it right. But I love the way he said, Peachy, that it's different this year because. Like, it's a lot different from college Because even though we're playing press I still gotta have in my mind I gotta know these spaces and where to be And still zone concepts And, you know, I've never played a lot of this zone stuff And so, uh, I'm getting that type of vibe From Ambry What's the vibe you're getting from my boy Ambry Thomas? And don't hate on him because you. No, you, you, he's, a, he's a 49er yeah. now There you go so, you here, yeah, yeah, they have all that He's a um, he's a 49er now So, so
2: he's He's my player. I love his energy. I love his spirit. And I love his ability to just work out whatever, just like you said, you know, to work out his issues, just to go out there. And you can tell that he wants to learn that he wants to get better. And those are the kind of players that we need here. Just like Mariah said, this whole rookie class is full of a bunch of great personality guys. There's one thing about it. We really do pick some really, really amazing character people to bring into this organization and he's just one of those also that just you can just tell that he's having so much fun learning and that he's excited about the guys that he's learning behind and that that is actually part of of improvement and getting improving and getting better is you know just the ability to to learn the ability to be coached, to be, you know, like when you do make a mistake, to learn from your mistakes. He just seems like that guy. And like you said, he might make mistakes. He might get beaten whatever, but he but you can tell he's just going to brush it off and just move on to the next play. He's not going to pout about it and sulk about it or get down about it like some other the people that we've had before. He is going to just brush it off and move on to the next play.
0: I tell you what, he's gonna get tested on on Saturday. Right? Yeah, he sure I, is. You know, <laughs> Kansas City got some 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 speedy guys. I ain't never even heard oh, of. Yeah. And that's why I mm-hmm. wish our guests would have been on the show. Yeah. Because he would have been able to talk a little bit about his players. I don't care about right. them. And so like he would have been able to talk a little here is one player, uh, Tyreek Hill. I don't think Embry Thomas would see Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill should be out of the game.
2: Right um, by the, the time he comes in, there. Thomas
0: yes. comes in the game. Definitely. Uh, but they do got some some receivers between Hardman, mm-hmm. Thomas, some other guys, running backs. They, they kind of stack offensively They got some weapons uh, Miss Debbie says I'll be at the game on Saturday and Posting clips and Nitty Gritty Niners group Page guys please get over on Facebook uh, If you're on Facebook Mike I know you're on Facebook please Go ahead and like the Nitty Gritty Niners mm-hmm. group Page make sure you're on that not like it but Join it that's what it is yes. join the group page Guys uh, Miss Debbie is doing a lot of Cool things over there and I'm Super excited to have her on board With mm-hmm. Nitty Gritty Niners uh, and and we appreciate you miss dab also i'm with you mariah this rook class has a bunch of great personality guys except like like yeah personality yeah that, that doesn't mean that they talk well though you know i have an issue with people speaking and so i always right. gotta call them out when they speaking i know yeah. i don't speak the best either but i don't care <laughs> i I ain't getting paid it's just funny. It was funny watching Dor. It's weird listening to Nick Bosa. I don't care what y'all say. I don't care how great Nick Bosa is. He he's weird to listen to. In my opinion. It's just the it's his tone. Well yeah, I I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go to In and Out and I'm gonna get, you know, some French fries. And <laughs> I'll probably stop by five guys to get a burger and I can't breathe in this mass thing, you know? It's like, it's really killing me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just
0: <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. And I'm picking the Niners to win 16-13. I know it sounds weird, but we ain't heard a couple of names all training camp. And one of those names is Robbie Gold. He better get out there and get some work. Yeah, exactly. All right, get some work. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. they, oh, John is throwing more contributions, so we'll read this. Uh, John V, thank you for having him on, fam. I love that guy. He's a lot of fun. He was amazing. Yeah, he was amazing. I didn't awesome. realize I knew thank you, he Mr. was Rogers. he came on to the show, but I definitely remember yeah. him. From the Mm -hmm. Shant Club NFL. Thank you for the contribution, John. We appreciate it. Everybody that contributed tonight, we appreciate it. Everybody that just freaking tuned in, we appreciate it. Now I did this on my other podcasts, and I'm a little sad at our Twitchers. Our Twitchers aren't here anymore, PG. I don't I don't know. Well, Johnny James Niner Gang is in the building. And so we do want to put that out there. Thank you, Johnny James Niner Gang. Who is a diehard Twitcher at this moment? So Peach. I think we might be saying RIP to Twitch. I'm going to stream on there, but it's sad. But I love our YouTube users. Our YouTube users are on and popping as well. I'm going to be jumping on for like five minutes since they're doing an extra dark late show for, for nothing but Niners. They don't understand that Breezy goes to bed at 11 o'clock now. I don't think they get <laughs> And they just getting off of work at 11. I'm like, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I love Mike, I love Nick, I love Tony, I love Brian. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to hit that up there. Uh, cinnamon kiss. Thank you for joining. Listen, you're never late when you come in. You just make a grand entrance. That's how you do it. All right. Uh, but we appreciate everybody, guys. The game is Saturday. Really quickly, post your freaking scores. We want to know prediction. We won't hear from you guys again until Monday. So we want to know what you guys think. Who's going to win the game on Saturday? Is it going to be the Chiefs? Is it going to be? Oh, I could do a Twitch poll. Oh, there's nobody Mm -hmm. on Twitch. Nobody's on Twitch. I can do a YouTube poll, but I don't know how to do it. All right. (laughs) Uh, but uh, join me at 11 p.m. with the uh, nothing but Niners gang. PG, you're always amazing. Thank you for being on, guys. Uh, saying thirty. Tra-
2: <laughs> did you read his school? Yes, I did. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Look, Trey Lance against twos and threes. Yeah. Anything, anything can happen.
0: I think it Kyle Shanahan Trying to win this game I know I know it's preseason But He
2: probably know. is Trying yes, to sir.
0: Yes he is 35-10 us Yeah gotcha. yeah. I, I, I hope I so <clears throat> Yeah I, I don't want to lose ever How about that Right I know that's a high expectation But I don't even want to lose Preseason games I don't even want our first offensive teams to lose in practice. How about that? That's how bad I am with it. <laughs> so it's been a great show. Thank you guys nice. for tuning in. We're gonna get up out of here. Uh, we'll see you guys on Nitty Gritty Niners Monday episode sixty-four, where we recap the preseason game. For Saturday Alright guys you've been an amazing Crowd 23 I see you Kieran 23 I mean 2013 Niners over the Chiefs yeah uh, it's, it's not gonna It's gonna be an edgy winny It's not gonna be dope <clears throat> I can't wait Bart Scott voice <laughs> It's gonna be a fun show but thank mm-hmm. y'all For tuning in PG always smiling I love it We out of here y'all my voice is Gone I don't know where it went but it's gone Peace nitty gritty Niners <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.